Good on the camera? Yep, you're good to go. All right, let's do this. Why? Do you want to be here? Neither do we. That's why we call it the obligatory. We talk about farts, food, Mike's kids, $5,000 beds, girls, comedy, and coronavirus. Yeah, maybe the facts aren't right, but here's the obligatory podcast with Kermit and Mike. <coughs> oh, welcome back to the obligatory podcast with Kermit and Mike. Oh. St. Patty's Day celebration. The obligatory podcast, That's you right. say, like. Ah, uh, yes, I do. It is episode 94, and you can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, and all that other shit. The site. Suck me dick, I'm Irish. Oh, hey, watch your fucking mouth. Fucking this is mouth. a family show, you son of a bitch. It's like if Conor O'Gregor, McGregor was doing like a... B-level podcast. Dance with me, Hurley. He dance. This is a dance that get all the fucking snakes out of the town. That that's a myth. It is not a myth. a myth. Let's clear that. Cut the music. Cut the. Let's let's clear this up right now. All right. I'm Irish. Hey. And this is one of one of my biggest problems with St. Patty's Day. Supposedly St. Patrick rid Ireland of snakes. Hey, that is a true fact. Here's my problem with that. He was a good lad. It's not a true fact. What do you say? There were never snakes. In Ireland. There was a snake in his boots. No. Everybody's like, oh, you got rid of the snakes in Ireland. The, the waters around Ireland are too cold for reptiles. So there were never snakes in Ireland. It'd be like me taking credit for ridding Cuba of penguins. You watch your fucking mouth. There's, oh, there's dangerous penguins in Cuba. St. Michael, thank you for ridding those vicious <laughs> penguins from our communistic shores. That, that I was taught that story as a young lad, and I teach it to all my other sons, all 48 of them. Oh my gosh! Look uh, at you all did up today. Yay! I got my traditional Irish gig jig on. Yep, yep. You like the accent? Very good. I'm I'm just looking at the beard, that big flowing orange beard, <laughs> and it's going on in my mouth. It, it's ridiculous uh. because I've dated a girl with bush hair just like that. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You like the hat? You got less freckles than her. I, like, yeah. I got the hat. I got the matching you do. socks. It, you know, it, matching it, socks. It, Look at that. It says a lot when you're wearing that outfit and you're like, you know, I think I'm keeping this one. I think I'm going to keep this one. It's a very good, very good traditional Irish yeah. outfit. Very good. Yeah. You want to fight? You, you, you want to fight? You, you see these fucking guns? You do look see like... See fucking guns? <laughs> I fucking... I'll waste you up, boy. Pew, I'll pew. fuck you up. Pew, pew. I'll rip off pew, my pew. beard beating your ass so hard. <laughs> I went Indian there. <laughs> it, it, it always goes back to that. Welcome to Pools, Tools, and Irish Pub. Welcome to the Pools, Tools, and Irish Pub. You know, uh, funny enough, uh, welcome to the obligatory so podcast, St. Patty's Day edition. Uh, we are here recording on St. Patty's Day. You won't hear this until, what, Thursday? I'll put it out early. How about that? Uh, how about that? Yeah. There, you there you go. A little luck of the Irish for you. Because Mike's going to do the write-up early. Yeah, because what, what, what we have to do. You know, everybody's home from work. Nobody has. Nobody can go to jobs anymore. Nope. So we got this all figured out. But you wore this ridiculous getup. We had you as a guest on the lowdown on Xfinity Comcast the other this day. This is this was given to me by my brother, Cutter McGregor. I gotta tell you, that was uh, I was I was pretty happy with that show, the turnout, because uh, you know we had James John, of course. Yes. Uh, you were scheduled to be our comedian guest. You showed up. And then we had uh, Erica Rivera, a sexual wellness and health coach, as the other guest. Daddy, daddy guy. And then about an hour before you guys showed up, I found out that uh, Preacher Lawson <laughs> from America's Got Talent was coming in, was going to be on the show with you. So, yeah, that turned out to be a really interesting. You got Preacher Lawson, you know, this uh, high energy celebrity comedian. vegan high energy. We got you dressed up like a fucking leprechaun. And then we got a girl <laughs> who wanted to come on and talk about fetish clubs. Yeah, it was, it was very weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the funny part was um, James it, kept throwing meat topics at Preacher. <laughs> Preacher's like, I'm a vegan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm not gonna, mm -hmm. not gonna answer any of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And then the sex topics, which yeah, well that that was interesting. I'm glad I got to see Preacher because he actually was in town like a day earlier. His birthday was like two days earlier, right? We had a uh, special surprise birthday for him. Yeah, and I did not make it. So uh, you did I, not make. I it. didn't make it to the party. And then uh, I sent his mother a little message saying, "Hey, you know, um, I'd been down south visiting my family." And uh, hung out with my dad all day on Saturday and went back to the hotel, woke up the next morning. I was supposed to meet him for breakfast, and it turned out he was up all night with chills and sweats and flu-like symptoms. So all of a sudden, I'm like, well, enjoy your life. I'm no, heading back to geez. Orlando. 
And uh, just to play it safe, because at that party, I knew, you know, all you guys were going to be there and everything else. I'm like, look, I don't have any symptoms right now other than a slight cough, but I'm not going to be the one who takes it and is responsible for having a day the music died type (laughs) sucking. Like when that plane went down and killed Buddy Holly and Richie Valens. I'm like, one guy goes there. Kills all the decent comics in Orlando, and then it's just left a fucking open mic. <laughs> Who's gonna run the mics? We could have we could have wiped out everything worth Orlando comedy. There's a couple people night. that could have been wiped out there too, but yeah, I heard there were a couple of party crashers who. Uh, There's a party crasher. Preacher was, like, preacher was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" So the funny part was, uh, you know, we did a surprise. He didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Um, and then you know we sit down. By the way, if you would have walked into this hall. Mm-hmm. You'd have been like, wow, this 13-year-old is going to have the greatest birthday party because the whole theme I, was SpongeBob I saw, SquarePants. I saw some pictures. Is, is Preacher like a big SpongeBob fan? <laughs> uh, yes. But I didn't, like if a 13-year-old walked in there like, man, this 13-year-old kid has no friends and his age. And instead it's 29, right? <laughs> he has 29. All right. Well, that's fair. So whatever, SpongeBob SquarePants theme. And um, he gets there. Everything's vegan. Mm-hmm. Everything's vegan. Yeah, when I heard about that, I was kind of like, eh, I'm glad I missed it. So, I would have had to eat beforehand. You could tell the people that, like, I looked at James' plate. Yeah. <laughs> just one it bite. It just garnishes. Yeah, <laughs> just fruit. Oh, what the hell? What it was, was just fruit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just like, because they had, like, uh, vegan tacos. Ooh. And, <laughs> and then just uh, James, Ken, and a couple other ones, man, they didn't touch mm-hmm. it. It was pretty funny to watch. Yeah. And, uh, and then we did a roast. How'd that go? Uh, uh, everyone was off guard. Yeah, because he goes the the host the host of the whole event uh, mm. was one of preacher's friends. He's like, uh, "All right, everybody, um, let's sit down, has had, let's eat." Mm-hmm. So everyone's eating. All right, so you guys ready to do a roast? First comedian coming up on stage, Kermit. I'm like, eh. <laughs> so wow, full taco in my mouth. Yeah. I'm like, what? And like everyone does this. <laughs> yeah. Like we didn't know we we're going now. Yeah. So. And how to go. It takes like three minutes to r- arrange everything. Yeah. Because yeah. the mic stands, there's a table in the way, blah, blah, mm. blah. And uh, I think I did okay. What I did was I went the different route because um, Pedro didn't show up. Mm. And I was talking to Pedro. I was like, man, I didn't really prepare for this. So he sent you over all his so stuff. He's like, he's like, dude, just I'll send you some jokes and uh, we'll just go over it and then mm. we'll just go from there. And I was like, let's just do this. I'll go up there and I'll say things that are nice about Preacher. And then hold the phone up and let him. Roast. And no, and then I'd be like, I'll, but my alter ego, Pedro, mm-hmm. has some jokes for you since he couldn't make it here. Right. So I did that, and uh, we did those jokes. Those jokes went well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Darren went up. Mm-hmm. Darren Moore. After Darren Moore, after Darren Moore, bomb. Justin went up. <laughs> Justin <laughs> yeah, I like bomb. how you slid that in. <laughs> Justin bomb. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ken went up. Mm-hmm. Or is it? Well, it was another comedian that was before them. Oh, Genesis went up, and Genesis just said nice things. Mm-hmm. And then Ken went up, and he kind of bombed. I mean, that's mm-hmm. fine. And then, uh, <laughs> and uh, and then Jolly went up. And then Jolly's already drunk, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Jolly was drunk before a preacher even got there. Jolly was born drunk. <laughs> he was just like, I was like, how are you drunk already? It's like mm-hmm. six o'clock. Vegan tacos, man. The way they digest. <laughs> no, he's like, winners, bro. Kill us in this fucking house. Kill us. And I'm like, calm down. Fuck that, Kermit. You my motherfucker. I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Preacher's mom is like, who is this? Yeah. So then he goes up. And this is his <laughs> this is his roast. He goes, preacher, man, I just met you like two days ago, but you a cool motherfucker. Because <laughs> Justin put me on the scene. <laughs> He's like, who is this? So I didn't know he didn't know preacher. Mm-hmm. He just kind of yeah, met I for saw, the second I saw, time. I saw pictures at that party of like, why is that guy? So they pull him off, and then you know, we, every preacher goes and talks about him. Like, how are you gonna roast someone you just met? Like, mm-hmm. that's so you're just roasting strangers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, I had yeah. a couple of things prepared. And uh, at first, I was gonna start off like, uh, we're all here to celebrate. I thought you were gonna be there. I, well, like, I just got done saying yeah. stuff came up, yeah, you so, know? but you didn't tell me, so I was like, oh, shit. nah, dude, I, I was gonna use I your was, jokes. I was, I was not out. prepared. I was passed out. I was gonna be like, we're all here to celebrate the birthday of Justin's brother. <laughs> just because if you know anything about preacher uh preacher has a brother named justin lawson and justin lawson gets no respect everybody's just like oh preacher's brother preacher's brother <laughs> preacher's brother so i was just gonna keep referring to him as justin's brother justin's, justin's brother. brother and then i was gonna tell the story about how that time he sent me the video 
of uh, the animals being slaughtered for food. Okay. I sent back a reply of yum. And yeah. And talked to me for like two months. So that's what a lot of people did too. Yeah. They did, people just did stories, kind of like yeah. weird kind of situations. Because that was the thing. They we tried to say, hey, maybe a roast won't be the best way to it go wasn't. something like this. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. When we roasted people, like if you roasted yeah. me, fine, got jokes. When we roasted preacher, quiet. Well, that's a, th- a roast is like one of those things. It's never good as a surprise. No, it wasn't. Because preacher didn't know. You let them know. You sit down the dais. You honor them. Plus, you make jokes for everybody else on the dais. So yeah. you're throwing it around. Nobody you're knew who just, was on. Yeah. So nobody knew. And that's not the way to go about it. Yeah. It but was very like. It was. Yeah. Plus, when the quote unquote audience there doesn't see it coming, you know, you got to be in a certain mood for it. But then uh, what was I going to say? I'm like, a new study has found that. Uh, you know, about 20,000 people in America leave their TV sets on for their animals when they leave the house, which explains why Preacher has become vegan, because, of course, he doesn't want to eat his own audience. <laughs> and then uh, I'm like, but I spoke to the animals and they're fine with being eaten as long as they don't have to see one more episode of America's Got Talent Champions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the joke that went over well was, uh, Ken Miller's here. Ken Miller's here. Mm-hmm. I see that he brought his wife, mm-hmm. Dwayne. And, uh, right. <laughs> and then, nice. And then I was like, uh, after the show, uh, mm-hmm. LaShawn will be selling some shirts to everybody for $20, mm-hmm. and Ken will be ironing them. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, that nice. Was, but that was pretty much it. Uh, then, the way Preacher used to get introduced on the scene, because I never found him funny when he was starting out. <laughs> So Ken Miller would put him up at the improv on shows. And he's like, this next motherfucker coming to the stage is like the funniest <laughs> Yo, dude. B. The funniest dude in Orlando, unless you ask my curly. But you had to go preach. So that was his introduction. So I was going to do something like, uh, you know, preacher, when I first met you, I didn't find you funny. And then, you know, you were on the scene. We became friends and I still didn't find you funny. And then you moved to L.A., couldn't make it, moved back. And once again, didn't find you funny at all. Then you stuck around for, for a couple of years, really working on your craft, still didn't find you funny. <laughs> then you moved out to L.A. and won a couple of competitions, got on Carson Daly's show. I didn't think you were funny. And then you went on AGT and you placed eighth. And I'm like, and I didn't think you're funny. <laughs> and now here you are just working all around the world and everybody loves you. Everybody knows your name and there's no doubt you're getting paid much more for comedy than I'll ever make. And I just want to let you know you're still not fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> That would have killed. But I think it's my telling him he's not funny that drove him to be better. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I think that's a problem. I've told you you're funny, and now you've given up, and you just sit here <laughs> talking to me every Tuesday. Wait, is that what happened to me? Yeah, so let's let's go back. <laughs> Kermit, Yeah, yeah. you're just not funny, man. Oh, well, thank you. Now now you got to play some 80s music montage, <laughs> sit down with a pen, paper, write jokes, show you out at open mics. The montage will last like 10 Get seconds. Get it hot now. Get it hot now. No, it won't last that long. So, man, here we were last week kind of making fun of the whole coronavirus and how it's just the flu on steroids and it's all going to blow over. And now we are effed. We are effed. Yep. It's it's you know what? All those people on all those shows I watch on Discovery, like Extreme Preppers, where I'm like, check out this lunatic. This is the day they've been fucking waiting for. Yeah, they've been waiting for this. Dude, there's some guy in a bunker below a mountain in North Carolina eating a five-gallon bucket of dried pinto beans right now going, I fucking told you guys. Dude, we are. uh, You got the crossbow ready? I got got bullets. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just nine, though. Just nine. If you're the 10th guy, you get it in. (laughs) Uh, I saw a quote on Facebook like, Mm -hmm. hey, um. All you guys getting stuff, can you guys fight? Because if you can't, all you're doing is stocking up for me because I'm coming that, after you. That was, uh, I think that was a Bill Burr. Was uh, it Bill Burr? Bit, bit. He's like, all you guys, you know, stocking up for the fight. Yeah. Like, he's like, can you fight? Because if not, what you're really doing is just stockpiling for the big guys. <laughs> the big guys, yeah. Right. Oh, man, but it's got it's gotten crazy. Like last week, we were just talking about some things. But then today, uh, St. Patty's Day of all days, man. Like around noon, I see this. Uh, we have a friend who owns a bar. Uh, oh, shucks. Go go figure. Right on uh, Air National Drive there. Big Bob, day for him. Bob Orlando. Uh, post a link to a news story. I guess uh, our governor decided this morning that all bars and nightclubs in Florida shut down minimum 30 days. All bars and nightclubs shut down minimum 30 days. Now, we already had. I lost a couple of games. Well, no. Are they shutting down at 5? N- no. As of 5 p.m. today. Oh, I thought they stay open till five. I thought like restaurants and bars are open till five. No, it's my understanding. Restaurants are still open. 
but restaurants have a rule where you can't eat inside. No, you can eat inside. I went to I went to the Ale House today over on Air National Drive. Yeah, right by the studio. And what they do now is you can't have more than fifty percent capacity at any time. So you can't operate at one hundred percent capacity. Jesus. You operate at fifty percent, and you have to have a six foot distance in between. So I went in there and I got pictures, man. They basically, while we were in there, they sat a booth. Then they took masking tape, X'd out the next booth, and then sat people like on the next booth behind. So they went around oh the whole my gosh, table. Gosh, it is like ridiculous. Every man. other table seating. But it's my understanding that bars and um, nightclubs aren't allowed to be serving liquor anymore. Right. And they're just shut down. Whereas restaurants, if you're serving food, you can still be open under these new guidelines. But St. Patty's Day, man, we're talking some of these bars in this town, bars everywhere, really. St. Patty's Day is the day they're like, we're making money. That gets us through this whole slow time. You know, <laughs> I mean, hell, the other bar changed their name to Kevin O'Ryan's just for St. Patty's Day. Be ready by St. Patty's Day. Mm-hmm. They decked the place out yep. in Irish theme. So, and... so it's it's like twofold. It's like how cruel of them to do. Like you could have done this last week. You could have done this yesterday, but you did St. Patty's Day. But it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it seems cruel, but maybe that's the reason too, because they were like, if we don't do it, tonight's one of the biggest bar nights of the year. Who who made the call for this? Uh, our governor. Our governor. Our governor. <laughs> did our governor get stood up by an Irish woman, or did he get <laughs> did he get his ass whooped by an Irish man? Yeah, like he, he, like he, someone banged his, his name good DeSantis. <laughs> that's not Irish. It's not old DeSantis. <laughs> yeah, he has it out. He had it out for you guys, man. Who hurt you? Who hurt, who hurt you? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it was just that they know on St. Patty's Day everybody's drinking out of the pint glasses, the green beer with the dye in mm-hmm. it. And they fucking throw it back there, and no one washes it properly and gives it to someone else, and so. You know, it's one of those things, uh, the, I think the last count earlier today uh, I read was there's 192 confirmed cases of coronavirus in Florida and five confirmed deaths. And I think the thing with the coronavirus, most deaths are occurring for people who already have a weak immune system. So it's something like uh, people with diabetes or older people. A lot of the deaths around the world have been older people who can't fight back. So chances are, if you're young and healthy, uh, you can fight the disease. Your body's going to fight it <laughs> What off. if you're old and okay? <laughs> uh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> you're in deep shit <laughs> right now. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. So, you know, I find it ironic that we've been like kind of joking, like, hey, episode 100 is going to be the last one. I'm out of here. It we might be. I, we might not make it to 100. We might not make it to 100. Oh, man. We might get shut down by 94. Next week. Do you know that's the year I graduated high school? And this is going to be the last episode then. Uh, no. Yeah. We were only freshmen. We got to make For it to the-, the life of me, I cannot remember what made us think that we were wise and we did for Mike, you're showing your age. Showing your for age. the life of me. <laughs> yeah. Grab the guitar, start playing. For the life of me. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's where we're at right now. Our new lifestyle of Perel uh, sanitizer state uh, pumps at tables and restaurants now all that being said uh comedy is equal to tragedy plus time is the saying okay comedy equals tragedy plus time got you so what they're saying is some things that weren't funny in the moment like during a tragedy 10 years later it's okay you know supposedly, supposedly. like you can make a joke about the titanic going down because no one's really alive anymore that was directly related to all okay. the deaths of the Titanic. Or, you know, you can make a joke about Lincoln Gans shot, and people are like, oh, ha, 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 you know? Right. Um, however, sometimes, I think that's the thing with comedians. A lot of comedians get in trouble because something bad happens, like 9-11, and someone's got to be the first on Twitter to say something asinine. Right. Like, there's that one comic, uh, what the fuck's his name, who uh, got in trouble because he made that joke about Kobe Right after Kobe died. Oh, uh, um, Ali? Ali Shiffer. Uh, Ari, Ari. Ali Shitter. No, it's Ari, yeah. Ari, Ari Shiffer. Ari Shiffer. Whatever, the fucking ugly dude. <laughs> yeah. He looks like uh, fucking Dustin like Diamond. Vulture. With, yeah, he's like a, like a vulture looks, face. Yeah, he looks like Dustin Diamond with like HIV. <laughs> um, or with coronavirus. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's been a prick his whole career, so fuck that guy. Um, so they say something, and then they got to apologize and everything else. That being said... You can have funny thoughts during tragedy, 
whether you should say them or not, who knows? Also being said, there's some funny shit going on right now because of the coronavirus. Right. Like uh, right now, there's a kid in England who got suspended because, you know, hand sanitizer and toilet paper is so hard to find right now. He was selling pumps of hand sanitizer <laughs> to his cl- <laughs> to his classmates for like a buck a pump. That's an entrepreneur, bro. Dude, I had my mom go to Sam's Club when I was in middle school, buy boxes of blow pops so I could take them to school and sell them for like 50 cents a piece. You know? Yeah. That's everybody did it. You know, although it was kind of like intro into drug dealing, you know, because I would hear other kids were selling blow pops for less money and we'd have to go take them out. You know, (laughs) you'd wait for them to be like at recess and you'd go raid their locker and burn their supplies or whatever else. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I hear they got a shipment coming in of Tootsie Roll Pops. Let's take these fuckers down. Were you selling the dum-dums or you were selling the big blow pops? No, I went went full on blow pops. The sour apple and cherry and watermelon? grape. Yeah, Yeah. but you wanted it, I got it, you know? All right. Dude, I was a sucker, though, because there was one girl that played me, like, all semester. Like, I liked her, and she knew she could get free blow pops from me. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what it is? Yeah. If I had known better, if I was older, if I had gone through puberty, I would have been like, hey, blow for a blow. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Pop for a pop. And you were 30 when you were doing this. What? (laughs) No. (laughs) U.S. schools don't work the same as your schools. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking up up St. Patty Day. crap why i don't know like something you 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 reminded me of something when you were talking about the whole uh kid selling it and i think something happened with saint patty's day where a kid got in trouble uh he was selling also something else uh like not he was selling hand sanitizer mm. but he was selling like like four leaf clovers like lace with something I, I couldn't find it oh really yeah yeah you reminded me i was like oh yeah i remember this like kid. he was taking Laced with what can you lace a four leaf clover? Like, with? I think it was like acid, like dip or it some in shit. acid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you put the four leaf yeah, clover on your tongue. It was like a high school kid, though. Yeah, it's like you get lucky if you don't OD. Yeah, yeah. Like, can you OD on acid? I don't know. Ask yourself, you're the one that took that shit, not me. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I ever took enough. Yeah, you gotta be able to OD on acid. Of course, you gotta be able to OD on acid. I, I think maybe not OD on acid, but maybe go into such a state where you do harm to yourself and and do damage because that's the that's the thing on acid a lot like you you see shit you know and yeah. it freaks you out that's why people are like oh there's ants crawling on me and they start peeling their skin when they have a bad speaking trip. of fucking ODing, you know i got in a car accident over someone ODing. is that what happened yeah i knew you got in a car accident yeah i knew you got uh rear-ended right well front-ended i guess they backed into you they right? backed into me so it was okay. a fender bender or whatever. so break it down break it down so i'm leaving work okay it's like eight o'clock mm-hmm and um, I'm behind 7-Eleven. And this was just this week? Um, no, this happened Friday. Friday night. Friday night. Okay. I'm leaving, and um, I'm at the stop sign. I'm like a golf cart away, and in front of me is like this big Chicano truck, big Mexican truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big tires, big hitch, Big Bingo balls hanging across the front. With I can't see. That's all. Santa Dude, Maria it's like high above me. on the dash, yeah. So she's at a stop sign. All of a sudden, she... Hits in reverse mm-hmm. and peels out. Okay. So I'm like, oh shit! So I hit the horn and then I hit my car in reverse, trying to go back. It's there Boom. someone behind you? Or? No. Oh, lucky. so she slams into me. Oh my Her gosh. hitch hits me, and then after the hitch, the bumper hits me. Whoa. If she would have kept going, the whole damn truck would have just. I was gonna say because you got a low front. Yeah, end. I got a low front end. I would have just got freaking power wheeled right over. Yeah. She gets out of the car, freaking out. Oh my god! The first thing instead of me being a. Gentlemen, what the fuck? That's all yeah, that that's how you handle it. Yeah. So she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. There's a guy over there. He's ODing. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> my car. He was in his car ODing so there's around a the side guy, of the road? No, there's a guy parked. Mm-hmm. So if you look at if you're, if you're where we're at, we're behind a 7-Eleven, mm-hmm. and there's a dumpster. And, and the dumpster's in between us and the stop sign. And then on the other side is a guy parked, and he's ODing in his truck. So all these people are running to help him. Hmm. And it's, it's just funny how she knew from her truck that right. he was OD. So like, I guess she saw him as she was leaving, and then she had a change of heart and wanted to go help, but then she didn't clear it, and then she hit me. Was she a nurse or something? Here's a funny part about that. She goes, "No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nurse." So I'm like, "All right, whatever." So I called nine one one, but mm-hmm. I called nine one one for my card, not for the guy OD. Yeah, of course, priorities. <laughs> and. uh so you like, don't know the guy. You know your yeah, car. Yeah, I can care less. And I'm like, what about my car? And the guy's ODing on shit. And um, 
So I end up calling, and the cops come. The cops take care of the dude OD'd. Mm-hmm. And then I had to flag the cops down because the cops didn't even know about. Did they have? Did they get ambulance out there? Too? Ambulance, fire, oh, okay. truck, the whole the whole thing. They take him. I guess they hit him with something called a narcom. Not yeah. They hit him with yeah. that. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. <laughs> okay, I don't know. You know what that is? Is that a needle? Um, it can be. Because that cop said he was like, "Man, good thing you didn't go over there because that was nasty." And I had we had to hit him with two uh, narcom. I was like, I don't know what that is, but okay. Yeah. And yeah. um. Yeah, because the lady's like, go help him. I was like, I'm not helping him. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. He dies, he dies. <laughs> what about my car? Don't leave. Don't leave, bitch. I got you. I took a picture. I'm like, yeah, yeah. like, let me get these pictures before you drive off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the funny part of all this? Instead of calling 911 first, the first person I called, I was like, daddy, <laughs> where are you? Come help me. Because mm-hmm. he was right there at the school anyway. Yeah, so yeah. he pulled up. He's like, holy shit. <laughs> so... My dad was there. He helped me out because this is my first time ever getting a car accident, so I didn't know the logistics. Of yeah, it. like yeah. I was like, "What the fuck do we yeah. do here?" And um, long story short, the guy lives. So then the cops like, "So what happened?" And then we're explaining, and he and he goes, "So are you a nurse?" She goes, mm-hmm. "No, I just know CPR." What? Why? What That's are a you? Different. What are you doing to go and helping them? Plus, uh, you you're engaged to a nurse. Yeah. Right. And isn't isn't it like funny that the rule now? What's the rule now? Like, what, there's a rule. Like I think I've talked to nurses before. Like, if you help, if you help, then you can get sued for like anything you do wrong. Oh, jeez. Or if it is it is it if you help, you can get sued for whatever you do wrong. Or is it if you don't help, you can get in trouble. Which one is it? Can we get around the phone? Where's she at? Oh, she's at work. There's no way you can't. Cool. Let's call her. No, I can't. What better place? Because if she doesn't know, she can ask someone smarter. No, she won't answer the phone, period. What? Yeah. What if it's an emergency? <laughs> I'm fucked. What if you're peeing rainbow colors? Uh, there's nothing I need to talk right, to her about. It's St. Patrick's Day, and <laughs> I am a leprechaun. Yeah, no, there's nothing going to happen there. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear about that, man, but what's the, what's the situation now? They get it all figured out? Nothing. My car's in the shop. She actually paid for it. Really? Well. The whole thing. Rather than go through insurance? Yep. Yeah. So, so it's going to be all nice and beautiful. Yeah. Does it need a whole paint job to match the rest of your she car? Need, I need to replace my bumper and my front end, everything. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they can get to color match. Otherwise, you're going to be that weird off tone. No, he says he's going to fix it all up. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not worried about it. I make it look nice. I make it look nice, Kermit. I make it look nice. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. So he's good to go. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I think it's just a car problem type week, man. Because well, oh, because uh, your car's all jacked up now yeah, too. Yeah, uh, driving over here tonight. Got down at the studio, hopped on the turnpike, got off the turnpike. Hear a little ding ding, and I'm like, oh, I thought I had like half a tank of gas. I thought right. I had my gas thing going. Look down, and it's the it's the temperature gauge, and the needle on my temperature is all the way over. Now you think I'd get a ding ding before it's past the red line, right? Right. Right. So I pull over into a parking lot, let it cool down for a minute or two, and you're only like three or four blocks away from where I pulled over. I'm like, all right, look, I can either try and deal with this now or I can just limp it on over to Kermit's place, Yeah. let it cool down in the parking lot. And then I got out and I checked, and um, it seemed like uh, I had no I had no coolant. So, But the problem is coolant doesn't just disappear suddenly unless you got a leak somewhere. So I'm like, all right, well, uh, so I came here, told you the situation. We took a walk over, got some coolant. We'll throw that in after the podcast. And in a perfect world, that will totally fix the problem. But we know that's not going to be the case. That's uh, you out. think you got a leak? Yeah, I think I got a leak. I had the water pump done on this thing a while back, so it shouldn't be the water pump. But, you know, who knows? It could be. But this could be one of those signs, man, because I've been holding this thing together with band-aids for years and years and years. And is it PP Cruiser? This is the PT Cruiser. Oh, PT. Yep. yep. All right. Yep. Uh, I've had it for quite a time. Th- it's a 2003, man, like three more years, and it's a classic. My car's a 2003. Really? Or oh, sorry. 2003, is that? Yeah, yours is 2013. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. That's a decade. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So. Uh, yeah, man, but that happened to you Friday night, and uh, they had asked you to host the improv Friday night. I was a bum. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, it's funny how the decisions you make. Yeah, well, and you were supposed to be at the improv. And, and uh, I was at the improv. Yeah, an hour late. 
an hour late or in my head 30 minutes early <laughs> if you say so yeah no that's what happened man uh you know i talked to ken earlier in the day they had uh, andrew schultz cancel his shows for the weekend so they did a last minute fill-in they had uh ken miller and jersey doing a co-headliner thing right and i hit up ken i'm like hey man you got room for a guest spot tonight he's like yeah bro come on out yeah b come on over so Friday night, I'm home hanging out with the kids thinking, oh, it's 630. I got another few minutes. I'll, you know, take a shower, get changed, head on out. 715. I'm driving out to the improv for an eight o'clock show. I get a call from Kenny. He's like, yo, man, you coming? I'm like, yeah, I'll be there in like 15. He's like, show started at seven B. I'm like, God, who does that on a Friday night? So by that time, I got there, and Ken was just getting ready to get off stage and introduce Jersey and everything else. So I just hung around and said hi and felt like a piece of shit. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, if you had hosted, you probably wouldn't have been getting uh, backed into somewhere. Probably. So there's that. So it's funny how luck works out. But also would have dealt with uh, the audience of... <laughs> uh, 49? Was it 49? It was, was 49 less. people spread out. And... Uh, just something else. Uh, I know a lot of comedy clubs have been canceling. We've had a lot of friends losing their gigs. Yep. Uh, I've lost a couple of gigs. Uh, but some clubs were like, you know what? People just need their laughs, so we're going to stay open. And then when yeah, Florida Today yeah, when Florida Today said, hey, uh, no bars and no nightclubs, all of a sudden those people who were even trying to limp on, now they can't even try because, number one, you don't have an option anymore. They're shutting you down. Number two, you don't want to stay open anyways because you make your money off liquor. Yep. So if you can't sell liquor. No point of staying open. It's just funny. They went from, oh, we're staying open because people need the laughs. And then once they said they can't sell liquor, they're like, all right, we're fucking closed. Yeah, we're Wait a minute. What was it? Down. People need the laughs or you need the money? No, nah, we need the money. Which, let's face it, we all need the money. Yep. You know, everything trickles down, man. Everything trickles down. Everybody's losing money. Everybody's losing money. And even if the club stayed open, people are losing their jobs right now. Things are shutting down. So the last thing they're thinking about is spending money on stuff they don't need. Yeah. You know, uh, I did hear today there's something on the table. Remember how Andrew Yang, when he was running for president, was pitching a universal income of $1,000 a month for everybody? Did you hear about yeah, that? Yeah, of course. Okay. So what they're saying right now uh, Mitt Romney is coming and saying, he's like, hey, we need to, if we're, if we're closing down places and that all trickles down because if they're not making money at this job and their employer is not paying them for their time off, w they're not spending money at other places. So even the other places that are open are going to be losing business. He's like, we need to send, we need to infuse the economy now. He's pushing for everybody gets $1,000 a month until this is over if you're a working American. Right. So uh, Andrew Yang was kind of thrown in. I guess Andrew Yang is a commentator now for a news channel. I, I don't want to say CNN, but I think one of those. He dropped out of the pre presidential race, and now he's just giving his opinion on shit. But I think he's pushing for, if you're a working American, $1,000 a month till it's over. And if you have children, $500 per child you have a month. And he's like, the whole reason behind that is people shouldn't be out of work and stress out about how they're just going to afford basic necessities. Right. You know, because it's not just about staying healthy and making it through this alive. It's also about not going into the poor house. You know, we said before, everybody's just one hospital stay or one missed check away from poverty around here. And here we go. Some places like the improv just announced today. I know it breaks the GM's heart. She's a good friend of ours and everything else. So I know it's hard for her to do it, but I think they just, they're down for eight weeks, but I think they laid off the whole staff for the eight weeks because they're not going to be paying them. Nope. You know, and even if they were to pay them, a large portion of that staff is tipped employees. So even if they were forced to pay them, if they stayed open, they're only paying them minimum wage. Right. You know, so it's it's a tough, scary time out there right now, man. Yeah, man, it sucks. It sucks. Uh, but it's a, it's affecting you kind of directly, too, at your day job, isn't it? Uh, as of right now, we're okay. Okay, but you've made substantial changes to what Yo, you're yeah, doing. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. Because, well, what happened? You, you got the karate school. Right. So you teach karate at nights. Uh, we cut it down the classes. Okay, you, you usually teach karate at nights. Yeah. But you guys were coming into spring break anyways. Right. So you do a spring break camp. So we're not taking any newcomers. Right. So so, so when people were told they were there was no school, because the schools were the first things to shut down, 
So all of a sudden you had these working parents with no place to put their kids during the day. Right. So you guys opened up and said, hey, we'll hold camp earlier or something. Well, we'll, hold, well we open our doors to family members and friends. Mm -hmm. So you could have brought, the kid could have brought his neighbor. Right. And, and they don't have to be a part of the program. Okay. They just pay for the week mm -hmm. and they come for the whole week. Mm -hmm. We watch. At great rates. Uh, yeah. Like ridiculous. Like it's like, super I paid for childcare. So when you were telling yeah. me what you were charging, this I'm is like, a hundred, hundred a week. All right. So, but then the parents were like, "Oh, thank God, we got a place to put our kids." But now the parents are finding out they can't go to work anymore. Right. So how's that all so playing out? Over one, people end? are keeping their kids. Okay. And then two, after they already paid. Yeah, people are tripping about like anywhere we go. Mm -hmm. Like, are, are you gonna are you gonna go on a field trip? I was like, not anymore. Yeah, it's basically we will hold your kids in this cube until you can pick them up. Pretty much. And we're trying to make this as hyperallergenic and disease-free cube. Which as we can. I mean, not for nothing. I mean, I clean my damn gym. I was gonna say you you're really sanitary over there because you got yeah. the mats. It's just now it's like over cleaning. Yeah. It's like every kid now is programmed to like use hand sanitizer like every five minutes and the funny thing is you guys ran out of hand sanitizer months ago <laughs> it's just alcohol it's just rubbing alcohol and and, <laughs> and lotion and like lotion you're yeah. like this doesn't smell right shut up shut just up right in your hand are you sick it's we just, working we just mixed fabuloso and some yeah. <laughs> rubbing alcohol and it just, it. it's just windex yeah man so now every kid in the class is like what like wind like not windex but uh hand mm. sanitizing Mm. Every like five to ten minutes. We 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 got a guy at work who does at the studio that hosts a show called Style Check. CL Freeman. Yeah, I know. You met CL. Yeah. And CL is one of those guys. His favorite line is from Friday. Like, "Where's the lie, Craig?" Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think that's from Friday. So this week we changed it for him. So it's like, "Where's the lasso, Craig?" <laughs> he's just <laughs> running around because he's spraying down everything. He's over. You know, if he touches anything, he's automatically like. He's a Howie Mandel. Yeah, Howie Mandel, I think, is in a full-on haphazard suit nowadays. Dude, he's panicking. Yeah. Him and Howard Stern. Yeah, they in those little bubble boy suits. Yep, they yeah. got the bubble boy suits. Yep, but you know, it's funny though. It's like when you see people like Tom Hanks and I think Idris Elba today. Yep. Got so it's like these are people who have the funds to keep themselves healthy and away from shit. So when you see guys of this level. Gang infected with stuff. You're like, motherfucker, it can happen I mean, to anyone. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like when Magic Johnson got AIDS. I yeah. mean, he's he's they're going to beat it. Yeah. They got the money. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's well, good. Well, you know what doesn't help? I think it was a few days ago, a cruise ship came into the port of Miami. And, you know, this was already, last week it was already kind of tense, you know. Mm -hmm. And this cruise ship came in and let everybody off without checking anyone. <laughs> of course. And they had, a few days earlier... Had a known case of the virus on the ship. Jeez. So one guy got off the ship. Most of the travelers went to Miami International Airport, flew out to their respective places around the country. The newspaper that I was reading this in got a guy who had been on the ship, walked off the ship, went to Miami International, flew to South Carolina, and was doing an interview as long as he was allowed to remain anonymous. He's like, yeah, dude, I thought it was ridiculous that we weren't checked when we walked off the ship. And he's like, but I was... I was I worked for a company and didn't want anyone to know I was on the ship, you know, because I didn't want the company to suffer thinking that, you know, and he's like, I knew I was going to get checked when I got back home. So I'll go right. ahead and get my check. Dude, by the time you've gone to the airport, flown on a plane with recycled air with 300 other people, landed in your town, picked up an Uber, drove home. And now in two days or so, you're going to get around to go and get checked. The possibility for you to have had it and contaminated other people is ridiculous. But think about that. Now times 3,500 people on that cruise ship. Dude, you don't do stocks, do you? No, but if you do, you're supposed to be buying right now, right? Dude, Carnival's down at $12. Mm. That's Someone was telling great. me gas the, was the down dividend's like 13, 73%. You do stocks? What do you got? How much money you lose this week? None. No. I'm about to drop a grand on this one. Really? Oh, yeah. Because it's going back up eventually? Yeah, when all this shit passed, about two. Two grand. Yeah, I'm going to do, do a grand. Oh, you should put, like, if you're putting mine down, put it like a thousand MSH. MSH? Mm hmm. What's MSH? Michael Sean Hurley. Just throw a thousand dollars my way. Let me. I like how I looked it up. Like you an already idiot, put it in. And it goes, whoops, can't find what you're looking for. Please try again. Can't find what you're looking for. <laughs> Even that's the story of my life. 
MSH. You put a you put a thousand dollars with MSH, you'll get a thousand and one back someday. Uh, Carnival's gonna make me some money when all this crap goes away. That's a hot tip from uh, Kermit Gonzalez. Invest, people. That way you sit on your ass and make money, and then you sell it. It's called passive income. Passive income. Oh, is that what it's called? When you do nothing and the income just keeps coming in. I call it "fuck you" money. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I like fuck you money. I'm surprised. Now, when you, what do you use? Robinhood or Stash? E, e, Stash is mm-hmm. the name of the app you use for trading mm-hmm. stocks. And it's linked directly to your bank account. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have it like a setting on there that like you can buy something, but before it actually processes, it sends an email to your girl to make sure it's okay? <laughs> no, I don't have that <laughs> option. You should get it. No. <laughs> she don't run me. It's my house. My rules. I run it. Big dick boy. The only reason we have a podcast here on Tuesdays is because she allows it. (laughs) Or she's not here. She doesn't care. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. She's like, do it on a day. I don't have to deal with it and make sure it don't look no different when I get home. (laughs) First off, this is my room. See this? See this shit? All this shit's mine. Hers. Exactly. In the corner. (laughs) You're in a corner. (laughs) That's not the point. Because you belong to her. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh but have you been out in the stores to restock on anything? I walked into Target yesterday mm-hmm. just for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit. Ghost town? Ghost town. <laughs> but you know what's funny? <laughs> the crappy products are still there. Yeah. Like the shitty bread well, like no one likes. Well, that's like during the hurricane. Yeah. You can go and everything in the vegan cooler is still there. Like I went for the pasta lane or mm-hmm. aisle. Mm-hmm. All the pastas are gone except for the ones that are like wheat pasta yeah they're all there yeah fuck you i'd rather starve really star- <laughs> <laughs> yeah all that's there that that's how you know as a company if your product sucks if you walk into target during a pandemic and all your crap and, and still, still fully stock it's time to read <laughs> yeah and i was like look at this and like um all the chips were gone mm-hmm. except for like the knockoff like crappy chips right they're still there it's just like the shredded wheat without the frosting and then like anything <laughs> expensive like really expensive mm-hmm. like um cashews yeah like, i was like oh let me get some cashews like Let's they're still there protein. yeah they're yeah. still there because they're so freaking expensive yeah. every generic cereal is gone oh yeah it was it was hit or miss mm-hmm. the good stuff was gone yeah but like you want like you get like checks yeah. <laughs> you can get checks in yeah. like uh, uh, what was it? Like the Cheerios, but not like, Honey Nut. Like Lucky Charms regular. is gone, but you can get Fortunate Trinkets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not getting the good stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I went in there. Did you go walk into any uh, grocery stores just for? Dude, I haven't been at a grocery store since like 1996. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> the last? Are you serious? Like, When's you, the last time you like, went grocery dude, shopping? Dude, you gotta remember. You gotta remember. With me, like, I eat out all the time. So, like, if this virus doesn't kill me, the fact that the places I eat are closed will. Dude, yeah, when is the last time you've been to a grocery store to shop? I don't know. <laughs> like, if I've been to a grocery store, it's not to shop. It's, like, to pick up, like, a, a sub in the pharmacy or grab a sub. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, man. But uh, it's funny because they have such a shortage of like uh, toilet paper and hand sanitizer that some people have gotten very creative because they become um, things that you know you need that you need to have. Right. Uh, there's a guy who owns an arcade over in England, and you know those claw machines they have. They they usually have like stuffed animals. Some of the yeah, nicer yeah. ones will throw in an iPod or something in there for well, you to grab. It would yeah. the claws never. Freaking strong, Never strong enough, enough to grab any uh, of that shit. This guy wised up, dude. He got rid of all the stuffed animals, all the electronics, and it's just loaded with toilet paper and little bottles of hand sanitizer. That's funny. So for like uh, a buck a turn or like five bucks, <laughs> all these people are just there trying to get their little Purell, trying to get their roll of toilet paper. <laughs> and he's like, it's never made so much cash as dude, it has now. That's like that douchebag here, that douchebag that bought all the hand sanitizer. Him and his brother yeah, yeah. went through Tennessee and Kentucky uh-huh. to all the dollar stores and some of the smaller mom and pop places, bought up over $15,000 worth of hand sanitizer, baby wipes, stuff like that. And then they were on Amazon and eBay, and they were doing that thing where they were trying to sell it, and they were. They were getting like $70 a bottle for a, a dollar's worth of hand sanitizer at one point. And then, uh, you know, eBay and Amazon cut out the price gougers 
like yep. kicked him off. So then this guy was stuck with like fifteen thousand dollars worth of hand sanitizer bottles, stuff like that. And then uh, the district attorney of the state he lived in came knocking on the door and basically told him they were gonna, you know, when all this is done, they're gonna charge him with price gouging. Yeah. And now all of a sudden he's miraculously giving away everything to churches and organizations and all these uh of course and and the district attorney's already made it quite clear he's like uh you know it's nice that he's doing all that but we're still coming for him when all this is over and the guy is like you know he started off with this whole the first interview he did he was bragging about how he's making money hand over fist and he was talking about how amazon and ebay were fucking up his game he's like oh now they're not letting me sell and he got a ton of backlash on social media about yep. it. He got death threats about it because yep. people are looking for this shit and they can't find it because it's in your garage. It's in his damn garage. And three storage bins. So uh, this guy now is playing the whole, he's like, well, no, I never meant to price gouge, but you got to understand, uh, you know, if I buy something for $2, it, it costs me. I mean, Amazon takes a cut, so I got to sell it for $95 just to make any sort of prop. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dude, you are fucking done. Douchebag, You're man. done. But, you know, it's nothing that people haven't done for years. Like at That Christ was a bit extreme, at, though. At, at Christmas time, dude, when everybody finds out what the hot toy is going to be, and then they buy one, and then they wait, and they know there's a dad like, looking for me it. Me Elmo BS oh, time. dude. Dude, I paid, what was it, from Monsters, Inc. You ever see that movie, Monsters, Inc.? Mm -hmm. Disney, they had those little boo dolls, like the girl from the movie. Yeah. And it came out right around Christmas. And at the time, the girl I was dating, it was the only thing she wanted with this little fucking $20 regular sticker price. I think I ended up paying like 230 bucks for that piece of shit. Yeah. 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 Only thing she fucking wanted that year. Apparently, 230 Jesus. bucks. For something that people charge twenty dollars for, for something that costs like three fifty to make, and you let your other head think, and you went for it. I could show you pictures, and you'd be like, "Yeah, it was worth it." No. Yeah. Two hundred. Two hundred thirty bucks. Oh, shame, shame, shame. Shame. Mike, come on, buddy, come on. And uh, you know what? <laughs> I can't hold it because someone in this room may or may not have an almost complete collection of Django Unchained dolls. Oh, my God. You still have those. I forgot about that. That is my children's <laughs> college fund. <laughs> do you know how much they go for yet? Yeah. No, you do, do you? Mm -hmm. How much? See, what you had to do is you had to wait for all of them to get out. Like, if you put Django Unchained figure, because you can't sell those. They got banned on Amazon. You're not allowed to sell them on Amazon. Uh -huh. Or I'm sorry, they got banned on eBay. You're not allowed to sell them because... For some reason, people had a problem with people bidding on black slave dolls. Uh, here we go. Uh, they're banned. Uh -huh. Well, this website's selling it for 650 For the female one? For the set, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah this is for the set. This guy's selling a one to Leonardo DiCaprio uh, character for mm -hmm. 130 Yep, let me let me see Django figures sale. I can't believe they sold these and then they ripped them out. Yeah, I got like five of them. Uh, yeah, so it looks see, people like people are selling with sets, man. I don't think you're gonna get that much money. No, I I will because like. Look, you can't even find the actual Django figure. You can't find Django. I'll tell you that, though. It's always... And I have a Django. You bought one or more than one? I got one Django. <laughs> one Django. I got one Django. One Django. One Django here. And, yeah, those are the ones that are going to be worth the money. Like, I'll make my money back no matter what. It's just, was it worth having them sitting around my garage for this long? We have a we have a we have a special prize specimen here. Yeah, a Django Unchained. Oh, here's a a candy figure. Uh, candy. See, that's the thing. They they fluctuate in prices from like 130 to it's 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 a it's a buyer's market or a seller's it market. It fluctuates in time and time again. But that's the one you got, boy. Yeah, I got him. You got that one. I'll send you pictures. I got them all. Hilarious. Oh, here's a Django one for uh, 350. So. Yeah, I'll make my money back. Man. You make your money back. I'll make my money back. I don't know how much it's you're just going to take. <laughs> you know what it is? It's going to be, I'm going to be like 95, and the sons of the sons of American 
pickers are going to be coming through my kid's house and be like, my dad kept these in a box for years. I think he thought they were going to go up in price and we're going to send them to college. And now I just want to get them out of the house because it's kind of creepy. And they're going to be like, look, uh, these things, if you had a complete set, would be worth like $14 million. But um, since since you hold these so near and dear to your dad, I'm going to have to display them and clean them up. I'll give you $25. <laughs> and my son will be like, that's fair. <laughs> Why does your son have a southern accent, by the way? Because after the pandemic, <laughs> the only people to survive were West Virginia. Oh, so okay. everybody had to move there okay. to West Virginia. Okay, he's making and sure. he's young enough that wherever he moves now, it's going to create his <laughs> lifelong accent. Was that a pretty good cover? I was just like, what the hell? That's what does your good. son talk like that? I like it. I like it. So... Yeah. Uh, hey, speaking of uh, comics and going through hard times, uh, Pat Garrity swung through shows uh, mm-hmm. a while back. He was just at the Improv a while back. Uh, we didn't have him on our podcast. We missed out on that, but we did sit down on his podcast he was doing with uh, Pedro Lima. It, is, it actually went on Pedro's podcast. Okay, and then Pat started his own podcast, right. I think. Um, so if you want to hear that, that's on Lima Criteria. Yeah, but, yeah. And uh, but Pat's doing this great thing. Uh, we have him on the lowdown too. He's doing this great thing where he, on his Patreon account, what he's been doing is trying to get a hundred thousand subscribers at a dollar a piece. Right. And then what he's going to do is every month he's going to take a new lineup of comics on a tour, you know, through a state or whatever else. And he's going to pay them a pretty good sum of money when he does it. So, uh, unfortunately right now, I just read a post right before I came on where he's had, he is, how do I explain that? Uh, he's one of the funniest people I know. Uh, he's an amazing writer. This guy was already crushing it when I was really just getting my feet wet in comedy. He was one of those guys I looked up to. Amazing impressions. Like, the guy's just dead on ringer when he puts his mind to something. Um, but he is a he is what we call a true road dog. Like, this guy doesn't even have a home address. He is just on the road all the time. On the road, crashing in between gigs at places till he gets to the next gig or picking up any side gigs he can uh but due to obviously this coronavirus going throughout the country he's now down two weeks of gigs like he's had two weeks canceled and from all looks of things he's gonna lose a lot more right so uh right now if you're a fan of ours like we have a patreon account but here's a little something kermit and i don't like to talk about we're both independently wealthy we're rich as hell we just pretend to be poor so you relate to us more. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> Dude, I just th- saw you change $1,000 in stocks to $2,000 in stocks just because you've got a feeling about Carnival Cruise Lines. That doesn't that's mean not, shit. That's not the move of a poor guy. That doesn't mean jack shit. Yeah. Your, your car's in the shop. Let's face it. It's a Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> like, my cruiser's out front, and if this coolant doesn't fix it, I'm buying a new car tomorrow. No, nah, you'll be fine. That's... That's how what I'm saying is we appreciate you guys donating to our Patreon. But if you really, really want to support a guy who deserves it, go over, check out Pat Garrity on Patreon. What's his uh, what's his law? I just I'm not a hypocrite about this either. Right before the show, I saw what he was going through. I've signed up. He's got a one dollar a month tier. He's got a two dollar a month tier and he's got a five dollar a month tier. Uh, I went ahead and signed up for the five dollars a month because you know how I look at it with Pat. Like if he was in town, which he never is, I'm always good to buy him a beer. Or, you know, grab a meal with them or something. So I'm getting off cheap at $5 a month. Plus, yeah. he's releasing some great, funny videos, some amazing comedy content. Go check him out. Pat Garrity. Do you have that Patreon account? No. I, I, what I, are you doing over there, man? I'm looking him up. We but... need a producer for the show. Here we go. Pat Garrity Patreon. Never ending tour. Here we go. <laughs> Just look him up by name. Okay. Pat Garrity. G-A-R-R-I-T-Y. The name of his uh, Patreon account, I guess, will be the Never Ending Tour. Uh, become a patron of Pat Garrity. There you go. Uh, the picture is, oh, this is cool. We've talked about it before. He's, uh, this is the second car he's done it to. He has his fans sign his car after every show. He's got, uh, what is it, oil pens or uh, paint pens. And you just autograph his <laughs> or car. Sharpies. Or Sharpies or whatever. I think some of his ex-girlfriends have used keys from keys time to time. Knives, yeah. <laughs> I think that's how it started. Like some girl keyed her name. And he's like, oh, might as well go with it. Oh, my goodness. But uh, Pat Garrity, look him up. Even if it's just a buck. That's 12 bucks. 12 bucks a year. Go ahead. Throw it his way. He's going to do good. That's what I really like about his Patreon account. It's not just about... Like I'm sure right now that he's down gigs, he'll probably dip into it to help himself. Like who wouldn't? You know, that's the only income he has right now without gigs. 
but his real goal is to get a hundred thousand people at the one dollar mark and then his first thought was bring other people with him and split that with them you know right which is really cool because if you don't know anything about comics i almost said most comics are selfish but let me retract on that because the majority of comics i know are pretty selfless like always willing to help out each other and throw a couple of bucks pay for a meal stuff like that the majority of comics i know <laughs> that being said All three that being said i don't hang out with those punks <laughs> those other punks so check him out pack garrity okay if i didn't say enough times pack garrity pack garrity pack yeah. garrity um yeah man uh so you were a guest on the show and uh preacher told us right before we started recording he had to jet out and be at the airport at five o'clock yeah lowdown so, so we did a segment on the lowdown comcast xfinity channel 1623 you can check it out the lowdown with james john the writer is amazing um other than that <laughs> the other guest on the show that day was uh erica rivera yep. who happens to be a sexual health and wellness counselor mm-hmm so uh, we were just talking a little bit before the show, and uh, you weren't too comfortable with some of the topics she was bringing up, and I just wanted to kind of uh, explore that a little bit more. What was, it was just gross. What was going on? What was because like, I missed it because I was working on the next well, show she's like, the next day. She's like, she's like, oh well, we have this thing called impact play, and we're like, what what's is that? Impact play? Yeah, like where people hit people with things, and sometimes like they'll hit them in their in their private area, and sometimes. People get too excited and they squirt and I'm like, <laughs> like a splash zone in the viewing area. Why was there a viewing area? There's a viewing area. You can, cause you get these bands apparently. Where is this? Is like a it's underground. Club, yeah, it's underground shit. Like, there's you not much underground stuff in Florida. We got, apparently we she got said there's water, a lot. We got water. She said there's like Facebook groups that we don't know about. Oh my god. And uh, you get a band, mm-hmm. and depending on the color of the band is what you what people know. So I guess like I don't remember the colors, but let's say black is like. I'm just here to watch, mm-hmm. not partake. Okay. But if you wear green, you're there to partake, watch, do whatever. Well, they could see you today. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm here. I'm all in. So, yeah. And like they have a glass, like a viewing glass. Mm-hmm. So like you can cheer. And then like she was telling us one story, like she was there watching. And then like across the way, she like locked eyes with another dude. And then he just started like violently beaten off and i'm like oh my god this sounds horrible like this sounds like a horror movie like why would you want to go to this like, it's fun i'm like this shit doesn't sound fun she sounds horrible yeah. and then she was like well and then so there's rooms and then you know couples can do their thing and then they have an hour to clean up i'm like and then i'm like clean up and then what and then another couple comes in i'm like Whoa. i'm like and then but she told me because i kept like doing like the vomit kind of mm-hmm. she goes uh, don't um Yuck my yum. Yeah, don't yuck my yum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, don't yuck my yum. I'm, like, oh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm yucking all right. I'm yucking all over this. <laughs> so oh, well, it's, it's good that at your age you've established tolerance for other people's enjoyment. It's fucking gross. I don't <laughs> wow. give a shit. <laughs> Fuck wow. you. You are an angry leprechaun right <laughs> now. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting flustered. You're getting frustrated, it's okay, man. It's okay if you yeah, let this... Bit. Let this hairy silver back gorilla across the beat off and stare into your eyes. Don't be alarmed. It's he's there just just to have fun like you. Fuck I, that. I, I think you're repressed. I think you need to maybe go out and explore your sexuality. No, you know no, I'm good. I think you. No, I'm good. I right now I feel like you're a step away from having a, a F-150 with a Trump bumper sticker and like a Confederate flag. Like this is the way God wants it. Uh, like, you know what? Right now I'm doing that. <laughs> now how come you got southern? <laughs> you're hanging out with my kids <laughs> selling off my shit <laughs> yeah no it was just weird and then she'll tell us all these other stories it was just like uh are you not comfortable talking about sex with people i just still can't relate mm. you know like i know like james wanted me to jump in mm-hmm. but every time i jump in it was always like insulting what she's into oh that's not and i just wasn't into it. i was just like this is gross like none of this shit sounds fun. Wow. I just I was like, how many? She's like, there's enough like you know sanitary places. I'm like, there's not enough sanitary. There's not enough. Uh, um, what's it? Uh, my God. Sanitizer. Sanitizer in the world so, for this place. Like it's just gross. They, they actually do have sanitizer pool wrestling. It's like Jello wrestling, uh, like sanitizer. Dude, once you bust your nut, and sanitizer, it's not sanitized anymore. 
Yeah, that's true too. Imagine all those times <laughs> you've watched like porn on your laptop and you finished and you automatically feel disgusted with yourself. Uh -huh. Could you imagine that happening? But now you're in a room with like 80 people watching all around you and you got to walk like 20 feet to get your clothes. And, and they're you, cleaning you up. You got to pass them to get out to your car. Ugh. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Current's over here like, I don't even like having sex with the lights on. <laughs> no, I, I, have, I have sex with the lights on. Yeah. Yeah, just to let you know. Just when she comes home, she turns them off. <laughs> uh, listen, man. I'm it was gross. That's mm -hmm. all I got to say. No. I'm not into it. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people are into it. Mm -hmm. I'm not one. Mm -hmm. I'm very old school. Mm -hmm. I climb on top of you like a wildebeest. So what I'm hearing is you're really into it. No, I'm not. And you definitely want to give no. it a try. I, so I think for our, I wear a stormtrooper helmet, and that's it. That's the weirdest thing I do. For our hundredth episode, we're gonna send you to a fetish club and have <laughs> you come back and report. No, it's not. We're gonna happen. do a podcast from a fetish club. The, yep. But not my gear. Yep. We're not gonna, my gear. We're gonna, we're gonna put prophylactics over the mics. There's not enough. They're there. not gonna pick up any no, diseases. <laughs> <laughs> not my gear. You're not. F that. No. Mm, it's what preacher would have wanted. No, he he left. He bought you the board. <laughs> he left for that. I'm gonna him up, preacher. Can we take the board to he, a fetish club? He was like, I'm out. And I was like, I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, man. Uh, what we at? We're at an hour. We hit it. Like on the nose. Boom, 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 boom. I don't know. I feel like uh, we can wrap this up. I'm just looking around. I'll tell you what. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we? On I got a. I got a. I got a video we can end it on. I got a video of uh, your brothers. Of my brother. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, well, before we do that, uh, though, uh, why don't we, uh, why don't we, we, we haven't done this. I know if you, if you, why don't we, uh, 2000 question yeah. book about you. Yep. Pick a me? number. I'll go first or wait a minute. No, actually you pick a number. I'll read you the question. What's today's date? Three. It's the 17th. It's St. Patty's day. 317. 317 verse 317. And God's, oh, you got the highlighter. Yeah. Cause I get the highlighter. That way we never okay. read it again. God damn it. Okay. Uh, this comes from the book, 2,000 Questions About Me. I don't have a uh, highlighter. Oh, no. I got a yellow crayon. Don't use that crayon. You read that crayon? What's the title of that crayon? No, what's the title of this crayon? This crayon is uh, hepatitis yellow. <laughs> Where did you make this? A Crayola factory? I'm an adult. They should not be allowed to make the... Did you... You can print up whatever color you want there? You can print up whatever you want on the oh, crayon. Oh, man. They're so stupid. <laughs> Okay, 317. Yeah, use marker with that yellow. What was the most obvious publicity stunt a celebrity ever pulled? What the hell? That's not about you. You picked it. That's horrible. What was the most obvious publicity stunt a celebrity ever pulled? I think it would be... Did uh, Holly Berry like run over a couple people with their SUV? Was that a celebrity stunt? No, oh, it was a stunt. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know they were supposed to be stuntmen. <laughs> they didn't know they were supposed to be stuntmen. Yeah. I think it would be when Michael Jackson married Elvis Presley's daughter. Oh, that was a good one. Because you're like, mm, yeah, none of made. this makes sense. None of that makes sense. None of this makes sense. Okay, so now I'll pick a number. And give me uh, that. Give me that crayon. I'm gonna mark this one. I never want to read that you again. You told me not to use the crayon. Who gives a shit? Okay, fine. Yeah, it's fine. Let's see. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me pick a number. What's the number on? Any numbers on any of this stuff? There is no numbers. Uh, you know what? 94. It's episode 94. Why don't you give me uh, 94 in that big book of questions that help us learn more about each other? <laughs> Something on your to-do list that never gets done. Uh, put coolant in my car. <laughs> <laughs> that was an easy one. Uh, something on my to-do list that never gets done. Uh, honestly, uh, cleaning the garage, man. It's oh, that, always on that there. There's a damn ninja and, warrior course and, in there. No, it's not as bad as the last place, but it, it's pretty. It's not. The thing is, it's not dirty. It's just everything in there I want to keep, and that's the problem with it. There's just no room. You're for a hoarder. I, want. I am. I am a bit of a hoarder. Get rid of that shit. I am a hoarder. That's the only reason I kept the kids. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll throw the same thing. What's on your to-do list that never gets done? You, you, <laughs> you always. Pick? You I gotta, always. I got a list. A, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about editing. But but <laughs> no no no. Because you actually get around to that because you have to. So this is asking, what's on your to-do list that you actually never get to? Like, what's been sitting there, like, for months? You're like, shit, I'm supposed to do that. Oh. Yeah. Sanchez is going to yell at me. <laughs> oh, are you supposed writing, to be writing for the comic uh, book right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm supposed to be writing for are the you, comic book. So he's just drawing and this got no words. Yeah. No, he can't even draw until you have the story, right? 
I mean, or is he no. just doing without? He's, he's like, doing, I'll draw you fill in stuff he, later. He's doing his own little story, and he gave me a task to do, and I haven't got onto it because I'm procrastinating. Sanchez, you believe this shit? Yeah, he this, believes it. This guy don't believe. I know. In you. I know when he, he don't believe in the product. I know when he's fed up. The no, project. I believe in it. I believe in it, but I know when he's fed up with me when he doesn't talk shit to me anymore about it. I'm like, oh, uh, cool. I need to get on it. You think? Like, I used to love how he would do like the artwork for every episode. I know he's got busy and stuff he's like too that. Too busy. But it'd be great if he did one for this one with you and your little leprechaun suit. Don't give him any ideas. You and your leprechaun suit. Maybe, Don't give me. Maybe taking it up the butt by see, a unicorn. No, see, that doesn't make, doesn't make sense. That doesn't yeah, make sense. it does. You're no. both fictional characters. No, no. Yep. Maybe no. you getting you getting mm, pounded by a unicorn. Yep. What if the unicorn was like, you're the unicorn? How, you, you know like what? That? That's like an that? amazing idea. Like, um, Thank you so much for no, contributing no, for the what? first no, time to this podcast. Because <laughs> my hair is like a long flowing mane no, no, of a beautiful no. unicorn. Because your nose, your nose is a horn. Pounding Wait, a that, I don't want your nose going up and, my ass either. And when my leprechaun, no. when my unicorn finishes, no. skittles. No. Because no. that's what unicorns. That's disgusting. That's what unicorns have. That's skittles. That's gross. It's magical. It's not magical. Taste the rainbow. No one taste no damn rainbow. Taste the rainbow. At no the fetish club. No one's tasting That could be our act for the no. fetish club. God damn it. Can we just end this damn episode? All right. <laughs> it was St. Patrick's Day. Kermit's car is in the shop. Mine's going to be in the shop. That being said, donate to Pat Garrity's Patreon. We are out of here. I hope you all survive. Here, here's a here's a video of your, uh, of your brother talking shit for St. Patty's. My boy here, I'm uh, coming to smoke you up and down the place. Come I'm on. out here in the cold. Just to show you I'm not a bitch. Just to show I'm you in a tank top. In a tank top. Yeah, and I swear. Is, I, is I, that Sean yeah. Finnerty? You'll be shining into a bucket for two weeks after I go with you. You dirty shining. You'll be your your your, bastard. Your breakfast, lunch, and dinner out of a fucking tube, I tell you, innocent bastard. I swear. You want to come into tower? You think you're the king of tower? You're the king of dog shite. That's what you're the king of. With these most right back. King of dog shite. You're a rat toiling bastard, Jack. <laughs> How is he 12 and already missing all his teeth? <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>